Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to the Neil and Christian Baker's Psychic Hour. Uh, we are not on at our regular time today. Um, those of you who are listening know it's 9.30 um, Pacific time, so kind of an odd hour to start. But anyway, that's what we're doing here. It's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. And we're hoping that we get some questions today about love. So 914-338-0164 is the call number. Press one to speak with us if you uh, are calling in. And also, we would love it if you joined us on Facebook and on Twitter. I'm sorry, X, formerly known as Twitter. Those accounts are linked on our blog talk radio profile, Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic. It really does matter if you follow us. It's support for the show, and it helps. Um, it helps. It helps us uh, promote our show and. It's, it's so easy to just click a button. It doesn't cost anything. What you can also do is click on our donation link and donate to the show. If you're a regular caller or a, a, a occasional caller, um, you know, even even a few dollars makes a difference. That goes toward our, our fee to broadcast. This is a paid service. Gosh, I was looking at some other podcasting packages and it's like $3,000 a month. To podcast, Neil. Wow. Four thousand, four thousand, three thousand. So no. I mean, yeah, but no. I think they provide like all the equipment. You know, we're we're kind of like um, low budget <laughs> as far as that goes. Maybe we'll improve our equipment sometime. But anyway, yes, you can donate to our show, and the link is on our show um, description. Very easily found, or you can send me a messenger on Facebook if you're interested in donating. Um, so we're talking about relationships today. Yeah, appropriate for being Valentine's Day and specifically talking about the difference between uh, soulmates and you know, twin souls. Well, you know, it's interesting because I found this, what they call the memes, 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 M-E-M-E, mm-hmm. on Facebook. Well, first of all, you notice the typographical error. Soulmate relationships versus yeah. karmic relationships. You know, this is kind of, I don't really ascribe to what this um, this meme states because soulmate relationships are karmic, usually. I mean, it's yes, it's true. You can have a karmic relationship, which means there's no, there wouldn't be no prior contact in the astral realm 
between the souls. So something that is a purely physical earthbound relationship where two people meet and have a karmic relationship, then they're not soulmates. Soulmates just means that there was some interaction on the astral plane between the souls, but the souls still can have past lives, meaning there's karma. So there's not a soulmate relationship is not necessarily different than a karmic relationship. It can be, but most soulmate relationships are involve karma. And twin soul relationships also have karma involved in them. Usually there are past lives. You know, there are a lot of people that say there's tw- twin soul relationships you only meet one time on the planet. That may be true, I guess, for some twin souls, but not not um, not these twin souls. Yeah. Well, it, the connection between soulmates can feel very much like twin souls. Uh, soulmates can feel totally bonded, almost identical to one another, very much in love. The only thing about uh, soulmates is that, that it starts off being that they have their souls have been joined together in previous lifetimes, including astral plane energy. So they're back again. So that's why they're called soulmates. But soulmates doesn't necessarily, and they can, and it can feel miraculous. It can be totally connected and loving and identical. But it, soulmates are prone to also be eligible to be. They can break up. They they can split. They can have parting of the way. They they do, yes. And they often do, not all the time. Soulmates can be everlasting throughout a relationship, but it's not set up that that's a given. It's not set up that's a given. So because it doesn't have that that foundation that it's going to be solid, it's either it will or it won't, but it's not mandated to be. And so soulmates are prone to oftentimes split up and have differences. But, but soul- again, they can be very, very in love and very connected. And is, oh, Twin sorry. souls are different. Twin souls are more or less locked in. There is not going to be a separation. Once they are connected, they stay connected throughout the entire duration of their physical life. Now, Soulmates can do that. A lot of people will say, we've been married 50 years. We've only been together. We've never cheated. This is our one and only marriage. And we lived all the way to the end. A soulmate category can establish that. It can have that. So what is the difference between a twin soul, which is going to be lasting throughout the entire lifetime, guaranteed, um, why is it different than a soulmate that goes forever? Because the composition is different. The composition as, of the... Um, two people, uh, a brother and a sister can be together all their life, but they're not twins. They're not identical twins. So twin souls have a different... Origin. Soul genetic, if you will, makeup, which distinguishes them above and beyond whatever intensity soulmates may have. And 
you have to calculate that in such a way you can sometimes do it through the birthday codes and sometimes you have to find other measures in in psychic in a psychic probing to discover whether they're truly twin souls. Right, but the but the numerical connections, even though a soulmate relationship is gonna have all kinds of special connections that are evident in the birth dates, the twin souls the twin souls numerical connections supersede that of the soulmates for sure. I mean, you, when you start to investigate and correlate the, not only numbers, but the events surrounding numbers, you know, the yeah, narrative like of the anything, numbers, uh, you know, grades of gasoline. There has to be a certain level that qualifies premium or, so when you're looking at twin souls, the the criteria under twin souls reaches multiple levels of mathematical equations that and dates, corresponding dates, that the combined twin uh, soulmates can't can't reach. They don't go that high. They but they but soulmates can reach a high degree of intensity, very high. But again, to get to that royal queen energy, beehive speaking. Right, it's like a royal jelly type of thing. They can only be, I mean, it's very, very specific. Now, there are many twin souls on the planet, but what is the prerequisites of a twin soul? There are. Why? I mean, (laughs) what, what brings twin souls together beyond the calculations that establish them as Twin souls. What is it in the past life that makes them? Well, that's just my other question. I'm going to throw a wrench at you because we've had many past lives together, and obviously we came back. Twin souls. When you're twin souls, it's and you're connected on that level. It's your It's your last lifetime on the planet. If you don't screw it up. Yes, that's true. So, so in the previous lifetimes that we had on the planet. In our connection, I mean, what, you know, we're working toward connecting as in that final lifetime as twin souls. But can you say we were twin souls in those previous lifetimes? I mean, it's very confusing. It's confusing. Well, what are you writing? Well, the uh, the idea is that soulmates graduate together on a very personal level. And so their union as soulmates, it does not need to be applied to anything beyond their scope of existence. Right. Well, they may volunteer and they may do things, but they don't come back under, a, uh, under an extraordinary combination of energies that go beyond their personal ego uh, placement. Right, but this is what I'm asking. So, I mean, when we were on the planet previously, our constitution, the soul constitution, was the same as it was when our souls were, in, you know, in the inception of our souls in the in the astral realm. So there was a division, obviously, of souls. That's what happens. The twin souls split. It's one soul <laughs> that splits in the astral realm, and then the the soul goes through various incarnations and then ultimately meets their twin soul destiny together. So that was written and in our 
DNA, so to speak, in those other lifetimes that wasn't completed. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you go through different levels. Twin souls have to reach. I mean, the question is, are they twin souls from the beginning and then they go through their evolving lifetimes as twin souls? Or do they reach a peak at which suddenly the soulmates become twin souls calculated by a, 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 an existence within the astral plane that now they're going to come down as twin souls, which is usually the case. They're not twins. If, if there were twin souls in the beginning, what's the point of coming down? You don't become a twin soul by cosmic origin. You become a twin soul because if you were, there'd be no reason to come to the planet or unless you just come down once and you leave and that's it. Twin souls usually evolve and with each soulmate relationship, they finally enter the astral plane and now they're designated as twin souls going down to the planet to do mm-hmm. uh, something beyond the ego, beyond the specifics mm-hmm. of their immediate environment. Right, but if you go back to the origin, as I said before, of the twin soul, you can have soulmates that are on the planet and they, they, their souls are discrete, separate souls that originated individually in the astral plane and then they come together as yeah. souls. So, I mean, in a way, yes, it does originate in the astral realm, but they have to go through all these stages to get to yeah, a to, point I mean, from page A you to know, point, you know, Roger Z. And um, Rogers Spencer and Spencer and, and Tracy, uh, Spencer Gilbert, and Hep- Gilbert, Gilbert and Sullivan. You know, soulmates, soulmates, soulmates. Even though they achieve high artistic integrity and, and energy like that, they're still um, considered soulmates. And soulmates can do important <coughs> work. But what is it about twin souls? Twin souls and soulmates can also sacrifice their life for a cause. You know, to doing you know peace corps or something, yeah. work or some you know peace corps. They they can still be soulmates. What makes a twin soul a twin soul without uh, removing the romanticism of it and the idealism, idealistic thinking about all well, twin souls? What a romantic notion! Right, but you know, there's also a not romantic notion. Before you get to your point. Um, there's an unromantic notion about twin souls because if you read online what people say, twin souls, oh, one's a runner. And, you know, you know there's, the, the relationships are bereft with problems. And that is not twin soul. That's not twin soul. That's soulmate. Soulmate relationship. Well, you don't have someone, you know, in the relationship, in a twin soul relationship, one person isn't fighting the twin soul relationship. And, and the other person's chasing the other. That is not twin souls. No, twin souls, they usually come down, their, their minds, their cosmic minds have expanded to such an extent that there's a general consolidation agreement, mutual understanding, and they are, they are basically one organism. They are one organism made up of two separate entities, but they merge into... It's, you know, two shall become one. But this is the sublime, supreme, paramount attitude of what twin souls do. And what twin souls do is that by the time they leave the planet, they have made a miraculous imprint and and output that 
is su- not non-suggestive of the ego. Non-suggestive and of the ego. It, it amounts to something that reaches spiritual um, consideration. Despite the, despite the, despite their own individual levels of amazing and well, illustrious talent. Plugging that. No. There's going to be sacrifices that are made because major twin souls still have to work through the avenues of the ego to prove that they are worthy of being twin souls. Being designated as a twin soul is still contingent on the performance throughout. You can win the role on stage, but if you goof up on your performance, it doesn't matter right. if you won the role. You, have, you, you, have, you to have to perform to, accordingly. Exactly. Well, so that's twin same. souls are up for a special scrutiny. You know, <laughs> that would be anything that would sabotage their higher goal, which would include drugs, alcohol, you know, wandering eyes, um, doing something for the ego in place of, of what should have been done that day for the world, the global aspect. It, uh, to, being a twin soul is a total sacrifice. You're, you, are no, you are not... You're no longer here for yourself. To please yourself because it's Saturday and you want to go out to eat and yet you have work to do, whatever it may be. You're committed to the goal. Your spirit is well aware that you have one task at hand and you're going to be leaving the planet. Right, together. And will distract that. You're going to be leaving the planet together because twin souls leave the planet yeah. together. They don't die. You know, one doesn't die five years or 20 years typically before the no. other one. Typically they leave no. together typically. And um, there was something I was going to say. There was something I was going to say. Oh, and twin souls... So I was talking to someone about twin souls or karmic relationships because she, uh, I don't want to say who it is, but this person was saying to me, oh, you know, my husband, he's really my guy. We're, we're, we're twin souls, probably. I feel like we're twin souls, but she's not spiritual at all. And I said, well, you know, you have to work, work together in a spiritual context. I mean, you, and she's all, oh, we've never done that. And, you know, dismiss the idea immediately, but that that is another part of twin soul relationship. Well, there has to be a spiritual over. Anyone has the right know. to call themselves twin souls, but but it, the true definition it, it, it does not. Well, she knew immediately. No, what one she says. No, that's not us. Hopes or wishes for. Now, when we get to the idea of Valentine Day, Valentine Day has really nothing to do with twin soul or soulmates. But it doesn't matter because it's still a fun day. Well, I like Valentine's Val- Day. I mean, it's, you know, from St. Valentine's. It's, it's, um, but when you really study the shape of uh, the, the symbol of Valentine's Day, which is a heart, heart, it's really, non-denominationally speaking, it's really a, a, a corruption and deviation of the cross. Because what you've got, you've got the, you've got, when you look at the, the, the way the heart is shaped in the colorful illustrations, which is, does not resemble a Yeah, it's heart. the, it's, it's, well. It's got two points. And two the... p- more pillars or, or mountain crests at the top that go down into a valley and then a point at the end. So it's sort of like a, a trinity energy. Or if you want to, you could also call it half of the Star of David. But there's a certain, uh, or maybe even the full extent of it. But there's a certain symbolism about the heart 
that is a corruption or deviation of those specific symbols in religion. But it, but, and it looks more like that than it does the human heart. If you look at the human heart, and we place that on all the, on all the uh, Valentine's Day cards, it's not very appealing. In fact, it, it would almost be um, disgusting. So we've shaped it, we've molded and shaped it into an appealing situation, but we kept it within the confines of compassion, love, togetherness, tenderness, and all those kinds of things. And really, the reason we celebrate it every year is because it's a renewal of the love commitment we have, even though Valentine's Days can be, you know, a one-time affair, you know, and, and sometimes you, like in school, you give everybody in your classroom a Valentine's that Day was card. Fun. So you, mm-hmm. you spread the, the aspect of love in terms of that. But Valentine doesn't really have much to do with twin soul. I mean, it, it's nice to put well, the about decoration romance. on it's it. It's about romance and or otherwise friendship. I mean, if you're passing out Valentine's in school, obviously you're not in love with all your classmates. No. And to tell you the truth, twin soul and soulmates don't necessarily have to be in love. They don't have to be in love. Well, that brings um, up like, you know, whether a, a twin soul couple is like a father and son or a, a father and daughter, mother and son, that yeah. can happen. So, um, you know, and, uh, and so and, can soulmates as soulmates are often siblings, yeah. friends. I mean, I don't think Lowell and Hardy went to bed together. I don't think they slept. <laughs> but and who was Lowell and Hardy? Oh, I mean, did we attach them in bed? No. But the idea that there's a there's a special kind of magical union. Now, with some people, it can be very specific. The world doesn't know about it, but two soulmates know that they are soulmates. They know it, and there's no arguing about it. And it doesn't have to be broadcast. So it's a very, it can be a very private affair. It doesn't have to reach an element of worldly, uh, uh, worldly awareness. And it can be very intimate and quiet and still, um, captured only within the framework of the two individuals that claim the soulmates. When you get into the idea of uh, twin soul, that broadens, you cannot be a twin soul and be intimately involved in your own world. That's not the criteria of a twin soul. Twin souls, they don't know about the inner world. It's not about the inner world or what makes them happy in in a very selfish, isolated way. Twin souls break through the barrier and they expand into the consciousness of the planet. Right. You're not only aware of the partner. It's and I mean, it, just as much as it's not about the self, it's actually not about the couple, to be honest, because there is that element of service to the planet that the couple is involved in. Of course, the love between the couple is is intense and, and evident, and there's commitment, and you're joined as one. But it's one in service for others. So no, there, there is that higher calling. Um, it's not to say not to say that there's not you know the you know pleasures that they enjoy together and you know right. 
Uh, Unity and and fun. The the illusions are fewer called. Generally, uh, fewer called it. uh, No, many many are called, called but fewer chosen. And to be anointed, um, to be anointed in holy energy, where then in in religious scenarios you give up your life for the for the message. You're willing to give up your 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 physical energy, your physical identity, for the essence of of the message. So is it to say that twin souls have to deliver a message? To some extent, yes. But the message does not involve the ego. The message, I mean, you could be playful and have it, you can decorate your dialogue with playful uh, language, but the message has to be devoid of the ego and become something that's rather miraculous and wonderful and goes beyond the attitude of sexuality or emotional stability between two people or likes and dislikes. It becomes such a noteworthy cause that human beings on the sidelines are almost in awe of what twin souls can do for the planet. There's something so special that it, it the common human being would be like, wow, uh, no. Even those that are soulmates would say, no, we don't go that far. We don't carry it that far. So there is, um, it isn't that you lose, you don't lose your identity because you you have an identity. That's a given. You have a personality. That's a given. And you have likes and dislikes. I mean, can twin souls, one likes chocolate, the other likes vanilla? Yes. It has nothing to do yeah, with it. Right. Ego. It's not defined by what you like or, you know, what you don't like. No. Or, yeah. It's that above and beyond all things, there's never a disagreement over the time that is to be consumed by the ultimate goal of delivering energy to the planet. Well, on that same, but, but I'm going to say something. I mean, there are uncanny similarities that will, you know, in the past that will reveal themselves when the twin souls are joined together. Like for us, we both started a newspaper I mean, now that doesn't define us as well. They both started a newspaper when they were children. I was eight and I started my school newspaper. Yeah. How old were you? Same, same age. And you did a neighborhood newspaper. Now you, <laughs> you wrote horrible things about the neighbors. Yeah. I was not like that at all. I mean, I wasn't a naughty kid. I was, you know, I really tried to be like, uh, you know, proper. I was proper in my early years, <laughs> in my early years before I was a teenager. But anyway, um, you know, things like that. And then I think also, which you cannot define, you know, a lot of people will feel lonely throughout their lives, even having relationships, you know, despite having relationships. And I think that, you know, for me, I didn't know that I had a twin soul, but I desired, I started when I, my consciousness became aware of twin souls, which was probably five years prior to us meeting. I mean, I really, really desired that. And I know a lot of people desire twin soul relationships, but I think throughout my, um, 
throughout my other relationships, I really was not fulfilled and seeking you. And you knew and were seeking me. And there has to be some loneliness in not connecting with the person that you're meant to connect with. I'd well, well, when you, well, sure, yes. But, you know, I mean, the... The, the companions of the people we met, soulmates, 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 right? But not the ultimate twin soul. And the awareness of, of knowing you're working with a soulmate doesn't mean that you're corrupt or dishonest. No, no, it no. It just means that there's a certain. You have to go through a certain pattern. path. And I had to go through it. Well, I went through my karmic path with people, and you had to go through your energy pattern to get to me. Right. But I mean, we had different consciousness. Our consciousness was different about it. Right. You knew. I didn't. But internally, I knew. Right. Deep inside, my soul knew. For those that, you know, if you know you're going to get a PhD or a doctorate or a master's, that doesn't mean that you, you you don't care about getting a bachelor's or you don't care about graduating high school. It means that every grade is important. Um, and you're right. I mean, I, I, yeah, I was guilty. I mean, I started a newspaper about seven or eight, not get the neighbors to tell me secrets. It's really bad. And if I didn't have any news that day, I'd make something up about it. <laughs> and that's and, not how my newspaper and, was constructed and, at and, all. So I, you know, notwithstanding the National Review and Opinion and the Enquirer and the Economist, all the magazines that some, sometimes have a biasness about their approach, I, I'm I'm guilty of you were a one man newspaper guy though it was all yeah. you mine was I appointed myself editor in chief I mean talk about an ego <laughs> I appointed myself editor in chief of the newspaper and then I had my staff my fellow classmates join the newspaper and so it was fun I mean you know directed of course by my third grade teacher but anyway yeah yeah I might have. There might have been a few times when I hired some of the kids on the block to help me gather news, but, you know, I would absolutely fabricate anything that they weren't really getting the scoop that I needed. But, uh, but it, it all, it, it's, you know, the, when you talk about news, um, you know, you could refer to it as letters, news. God, mine was mimeograph. I think it was the time that like, we, you know, it was mimeograph. I think, or, or maybe it was a copier that was used. Well, but it was around that time that mimeographs were still around, but copiers were kind of coming into. I don't remember. I have to look. Anyway, see, I still have copies of my newspaper. Paper that you roll, that they get thrown into your driveway from the city, uh, little town city papers. I charged. You had to have a subscription to my paper, so the neighbors had. I had to go around also collecting. And sometimes that was rather challenging when I had published something that was either true but secretive or outlandishly false about somebody, and they still had to pay for their subscription. Um, and, and in the paper that, that we did, but uh, but you know you were referring to do twin souls have similar histories? Um, it, it's Relative. I mean, it can it can be it can be it can be that there's a certain lifeline that resembles a similar history as one approaches through life. But you know, unlike the dictates of being a, a twin in this lifetime, 
twin souls don't necessarily have to have the same birth date. They don't have to be born in the same year. And that's where it gets a little bit challenging because when you look at the matter of twin soul, you think, oh, well, then they must have the same birth date. No, because twin souls are not about the body. They're not about the physicality or the deviations of physicality, like, you know, your characteristics, your personality, what you did throughout your former years. It has nothing to do with those things. We're not, when you're looking at twin souls, you're not evaluating by their, the aspects of, of their existence. Although, although you're looking at the the aspects of the level of soul, soul and spirit. spirit but yes there can still be those uncanny coincidences of course yes. but that's not what is the basis for a twin soul relationship is and that's well see, people are misled well, we have a caller it, we have a caller but okay but real quickly when you look yeah. at it there's an exchange of noun and adjective because soul mates that's the adjective Twin souls becomes the noun. So it's a different attitude and language between what a twin soul is, noun. a noun, to what soulmates soul are. Yeah. Which is an adjective. Where well, it's a description. Yeah, right. It's Jennifer. It's just Hello. Jennifer. Hello, Jennifer. Cuba <laughs> Bounce, Jennifer. Lucky you. Okay. <laughs> Happy VD. Happy VD. It's called an STD <laughs> now, I think. <laughs> Actually, I think it's STI. They keep oh, it is STI. Yes. Well, STI, <laughs> VD, it's all in the same. <laughs> it's it's like the difference between karmic soulmate and twin soul relationships. Okay. <laughs> well, and that is my call. I, my call is regarding the twin soul. I do feel like there is a twin soul out there for me because when I have asked, almost inevitably, the song maybe maybe I'm amazed comes on. So, and I, I just Erica? think it's meant to be a surprise. Isn't the, that Eric? Do you know the song, maybe I'm, no, that's Paul McCartney. It's Paul McCartney. Maybe Wings. I, yeah, yeah, okay. I, it, okay, yeah, but I know the song. I just misidentified the band. I'm not really, um, hold on a sec. Okay, and that song, what do you mean that song comes on? It, it, like, I'll, I'll inquire about, you know, do I have a twin soul or twin flame? And the song will just start playing on the radio or whatever I happen to be listening to. So it, it just, the two, so I, I, I look at that as confirmation that yes, but when I inquire further, you know, it's, and I, I take the lyrics of the word, maybe I'm amazed, and I think it will be a shock to me. However, my other question is, I find that within, you know, uh, romantic relationships, I feel like it's, I'm, I'm assigned a task at it. And I'm given the task at the beginning. And, you know, your task with this person is to, and it's usually at, and this sounds very strange, but I know the spiritual world is strange. It always feels like it's at the, the request of a dead parent, like, they're, they get in and they're like, okay, you know, I want you to be with them for this reason. Blah, blah, blah. And so, usually the reason is very apparent. 
Well, so, I mean, you're in your relationships, would you say, because you're getting into the relationship at this, in, according to you, a spirit, yeah. uh, the spirit that you're the one teaching the lesson and you're the higher spiritual being in most of your relationships and the other person is kind of being dragged along? Yes. But yeah, I hate but, saying that because it makes it sound like I'm, you know, not, you know, one. But that's in this way, I think that I'm the teacher. Yeah. Well, you see, what we're neglecting is the yet a third definition of relationship, which has nothing to do with twin soul or soulmate. And those are called Car- karmic, karmic relationships. relationships. So you can have mentioned. a karmic relationship with somebody which could be inclusive of a soulmate, but not necessarily. Not necessarily. We talked about karma. Karmic beginning. relationship means that you have karma with the person and there's some arrangement that has to be completed between the two of you. On a karmic not level. Notwithstanding or not inclusive of being a twin soul or a soulmate. Uh, so uh, many of our categories of relationships fall under the category of karmic relationship. We have karma with the person, but whether I mean, it's positive or negative, it's still karma. But you can still. But, but I just want to point out, twin souls and soulmates can have and do have karma together. So I bit but it's but it's but yeah, it's, but, the, but the karmic relationships are really more about the physicality of life than the anything to do yeah, with the yeah, astral plane. You planes. know, a karmic relation. A twin soul or a soulmate doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you, you walk outside and somebody shoots you in the head. Oh, that's my twin soul. That's my <laughs> No, that was karma. <laughs> so karma relationships can involve a minute of, of one's occupation of life. And it can, be, it can be amazing, like you give $5 to a beggar and he needed that. Or it could be devastating. Or it can be mutual. It, you know... Karmic relationships, the fascination of the ocean of the soul, means that it gravitates towards a lot of karma. If you look into the ocean, you're not going to see one organism. And you're going to see interpersonal relationships going on. And you're going to see relationships that are just, I mean, there's a seal and a great white shark. Are they soulmates? Or is there something about karma or instinct or or the sense of creation of life that it evolved? We have predator and prey, you know, and so does that mean that the rapist and the victim are soulmates or was there karma? So it's, you know, are you teaching somebody a lesson because you're soulmates or was it karma that you developed throughout your lifetime where you had to touch this person's Mm -hmm. soul and gravitate them towards some higher form of knowledge? Right. And I would say that would be not probably, I mean, you're saying, well, you know, it's like uh, it's, 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 it's prompted by. A dead person. I, I would say right. no, probably not, because if it's about karma, this is about past life, whatever karma you had with that individual that needs to be resolved, not because it's appointed by well, some soul. What, in the I, I, I honestly don't. I, I don't feel like the last two boyfriends that I have have been anything to do with past life relationships. I do feel like what? my ex-husband was a past well, life. What's your, what, uh, I don't know. What's your boyfriend's birthday again, Jennifer? Uh, September 17th, 1971. 1971. 17, 27. 25, 7. No. No, no. 17, oh, 27, no. 29, 30, 31, 32, 34, 35, 8. 
35 eight. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's see. I mean, your your day and month, month and day rather, are his. Um, you're his seven. You're seven. Four and three is seven. Also in your year, your years are align and are interchangeable. Together, you're a 14-5. Oh. See, that 13-4. Sometimes at, it's hard 10, to separate. Eight. Your brain seven. isn't, your cosmic brain isn't always available. Yeah. So if somebody, if you feel like they're not a past life or something, Usually it's hard to wiggle out of any sort of past life connection. Yeah, I'm going to wiggle. We can have immediate new relationships. I'm going to wiggle. any kind of tail end to it. I'm going to wiggle back into a, a karmic connection between the two of them. So you're, you're, um, he is born on 917, which is an eight. You're born on four, three, which is a seven, seven and eight are a 15. 15, one in five is six. That brings us back to your master number. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. you, there's, I, to me, I, I, you know, there's a, what is going on? Yeah, there's a certain, Uh-oh. Um, sorry. <laughs> we cannot get this phone to stop talking. I pressed this button <laughs> a couple of years ago, yeah. and I cannot that's get it to, funny. I don't know how to stop well, it. That's the, that's that's the uh, mystical angel that likes Usually to talk about the numerology all the time. So, sends yeah. us numbers to 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 uh, she calls us up and sends us numbers to analyze. Right. No, the, I, I I believe there is a past life connection between you and your current. Yeah. Sometimes it's so muted. Um, I love to give the illustration of I mean, the, the, the rich man that I was giving a reading to, and his gardener walked by the window, and I was looking at him very strangely, and the guy was very arrogant said, well, you, "Why are you looking at him? What's he all about?" And he, this guy was a kind of a rich white bigot. And I said, well, well, to tell you the truth, he used to be your father, you know, past life. And the guy started crying and said, well, that man that you said was my father in a past life saved my son, he fell in a jacuzzi and would have drowned had he not been there. So now I, wow. now I yeah. and the guy completely broke down and was humbled throughout the rest of the reading. Um, By the so, way, 706, you know, hold on, 706. Yeah. We're going to get to you. So, so you know, Jennifer, it, it, it's, but you can have fresh relationships. You can, you know, you're entitled to meet people for the first time on the planet. And that's it. And it can be very intense and all that. It doesn't have to be karmic. But generally speaking, the soul is so old, it yeah. collects karma. karma. And for the most part, it's safe. You're safe on second to say, say well, maybe it's karma, karma, but not all the time. But she's okay. The last before we finish with Jennifer, and move on to seven zero six. She's asking, and I feel like it's so stupid that how you have mixed that song up with. <laughs> Oh. I, I thought maybe I I think <laughs> no. I actually know that it's a wing song, but I don't know what my brain just said, and it's like humiliating. Well, I just but. want to say one thing. The souls that you think maybe from the other side are expressing something, before you came down to the planet, though, you were with those souls. So if they don't return back with you, they can still have a line of communication with you because they know you on the astral plane, and they may be sending you messages that were more available to you when you were on the astral plane with them. 
But she's asking about a soul, I mean, a twin soul, if there's a twin soul out yeah. there for her. Listening oh, to no, I already know there is. I know there is. But I'm, I'm wondering, yeah. like, if there's ever an end to the, you know, these purposeful um, with an agenda relationships that I've, you know, currently oh, been having. No. Like, I, I, I know my ex-husband was a soulmate or not a soul. Well, I don't probably a soulmate. But because when we got to it, like, it's like the universe moved to make that happen with the last two that didn't happen. It was more of me being prompted. Yeah. But you're defining it by, you know, what happened, you know, on the exterior, you know, you're defining it. I I don't think you can define it that way, whether there's karma or not karma, how you got together. I mean, I just say you're, you would have to go into greater depth. Your fourth three becomes a seven. Mm -hmm. That's actualized again in your year of seven. So right. your four threes are broken up seven. It becomes a seven. Then it's actualized in your year. So there's two sevens. Your husband had two sevens. No, this is this is her boyfriend now. Yeah, but the husband, nine seventeen seventy one. That's her boyfriend. Oh, that's her boyfriend. Well, he has two sevens. Yeah, he's he's ten twenty six nineteen sixty eight. Husband ten twenty nineteen sixty eight. Yeah. But but yeah. about your boyfriend yeah. two sevens. So, yeah. but, but they're also, they're also, they, uh, the month and day also become her master number. Yeah. But the, see this, the 68 is a 14, which is two seven. So you just, it, it just goes on and on and on. But, uh, but you know, if you go into 18. the world that, well, whenever you think about it and the song comes on, that has nothing to do with 26, eight. That's not a message. They're that both eights, right? Soul. But if I ask if it's a message about a twin soul and I hear yes. Well, that may be wrong. Then, you can't rely. I mean, <laughs> that may be wrong. What, what? She says, well, if I ask if it means it's a twin soul relationship and I hear yes, and I said, that may be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you know separating I, I what know. we hear. You, you could be hearing yes. I'm not denying that you're not hearing, hearing yes. yes. I'm but, just talking about the source of where the yes is coming I mean, from. Exactly. But yeah. I, I've never heard that when you have a twin soul, look, you know, listen to the radio. You know, listen for the songs to come on. It, 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 to me, it's just in the in the uh, in a big pool of coincidences or fun fun kind of games. But twin souls are not determined by whether a song comes on or not. Because, but I mean, you know, if you were to have a twin soul, Jennifer, your life would change dramatically. Dramatically. I'll say something else. Twin souls. The people don't like to hear this. Twin souls generally do not have children, because how can you be a twin soul? When you've got children to take care of, how can you well, form the energy of the unity of karma. one? Yeah, there's so more karma. But there's also leaving the planet without any, any karma. karma connection. And there, there's, there's your, your attention is going to be divided. <laughs> I mean, having children is more, it comes from, you know, it's having your own children, you know, your mini me. It's an, there's an ego element to having children as well. So twin souls generally know. I mean, there's multiple, there's multiple things we could say about it. We got to get to the other yeah. caller. But all right, sorry. Have, a, have, a, have soul, a good BD. Yeah, but if you, yeah, we will. If you had a twin soul, your life would change dramatically because you would yeah, be unified to, in a spiritual element with this person to do something major. Yeah. And it's, they'll come. They'll, if you have a twin soul, they'll come. Hopefully. Hopefully. 
Okay. 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 Bye. Bye, Hata. Hata. Um, Hata is a great name, by the way. Hata. Seven zero six. Hi. Hey. Hi. This is this is Sophia. How are you guys today? Hey, Sophia. Hi. Hey. Good. Give us your birthday. Yeah, I need to see. Eleven twenty five seventy two. Okay. Why am I not remembering this? But anyway, I why do I not remember that you're a twenty eight ten one? Okay, but I don't. I am sorry, Sophia. So, how are you? No, no problem. I'm great. I am great. Um, interesting conversation I came in on at the end. I'm not calling about a twin soul, but uh, what you just mentioned, I never knew that about the the kids, and it makes total sense. Yeah. Wow. Okay. About having children. Um, yeah. Hmm. Okay. It's true. It's true. What? Well, what about the possibility, and then I'll get to my question right quick. What if a person has maybe one child? What about just one? No. Unless that Not child, at least, well, no. I mean, the only exception would be if that mother and child were, were themselves twin souls. Ah, okay. But, but, I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I, twin souls, I don't think, you know, the commonality of twin souls, it's not like there's millions of twin souls couples on the planet. It just isn't that way. Um, But no, if you have a child, no, generally. Well, an adult, an adult child now, but yeah, I've only had one. It doesn't matter if it's an adult child or not. I mean, it's a child that you brought into the world with that child. So, so what, um, go question, go ahead. My question today is we have, well, my department recently experienced uh, a change in uh, management or upper management. And so I'm wondering, or would like to see what you guys kind of sense or pick up around, um, will that affect our bonus or my bonus, I should say? Oh, bonus. Go ahead. My well, annual bonus, yeah. yeah. Which, is, you, which is this month, wait, month as a matter of fact, yeah. Yeah. When you're changing management levels, sometimes there's drastic changes, sometimes there's cuts. But, but generally speaking, uh, managers try to make what they leave, what the staff that's remaining, they want to – that that's their intention is to keep yeah. them happy. They need the staff. They need the body. So the the um, agreeable uh, raises in salary and the adjustments could have some form of deviation to it. But generally speaking, that if you're not cut immediately off the off the staff when the management arrives, then they intend to keep you, and they want to make you yeah. happy. We want to have a yeah. Good- we we know who it is. He, my boss has a new boss. His old boss uh, took a higher position, and so they put someone else in my boss's boss position. Position, which we're all very familiar with him. Anyways, he was just 
Um, yeah. He's still going to be over just over two divisions there instead of one. But you see, um, you see, uh, what what some new managers will do they'll they'll get rid of people they don't want. They'll just get rid of them. Then what they say is, well, you know that okay. So we've done our all the cutting, but we're not going to raise any rates. We're not going to do any salary raises. And then those who don't like it will leave too. And I'm prepared for that too. So. You know, I only want to keep the core staff that are going to be totally obedient to my dictates. And so if any fall off because they don't like the news, let them leave. I don't care. That's the way it is. Now, that's a cold-hearted management that works strictly by a razor blade. So, um, strictly by a but, razor blade, yeah, what's he they, doing? Cutting know, up cocaine? Wow, we're learning more but, about but Sophia. Yeah. I, I wanted to know, I was considering, um, I'm not, I'm not in fear of losing my job, nothing like that, but I just wonder, would my bonus stay good? Because Every no, year, my bonus is really good. Really increase, good. Increases? Okay. I it increases think year keep, by year? If you're asking no, a uh, Yes, it does. It does. Uh, yeah. Each year, let's see, last year, year before it was 30000 Last year, it was thirty five. Yeah. So so this year, I'm like, is it going to stay the oh, same? Oh, wow. Yeah, probably yeah sure. that's it interesting. Might, it, might <laughs> it might be stable at what it was, but... It won't be okay. less than what it was. I don't think so. And uh, and the other fraction would be that it rises a little bit. But I don't think you need to worry with the change of management above you that you're going to be um, losing out or fired. You're going to be compromised or demoted or something like this. So I just have a quick question, Sophia, about your other sure. project, your other project that you were um, that you talked to us about. Mm-hmm. What's how, how is that going? Doing the women's retreats, uh, right? Yes, I am still um, putting things together, but I have not actually you have thought, a, a uh, created an yet. event yet. Okay. Yeah, not a new okay. event. I haven't. All right, yeah. it's Checking. on the horizon, but yeah, but I'm just you know gotta make sure my oh. ducks stay in a row financially before I yeah. leave. So. And if yeah, things kind of, and I, I'll tell you, this bonus will dictate that. I'm still going to do it regardless, but it's going to dictate whether I do it right here at spring or later summer. So, okay, um, I'm glad you asked about that. I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna mention that at spring all, but yeah. but it ties in together. <laughs> it does. It all ties in together. It does. Yeah, I, so I don't have I, to dip into anything I already have. Yeah. Right. Don't. Yeah. Don't dip into your savings. You're not going to need to do no. that. No. Yep. I would probably assume that you're going to get the same bonus, if not a little bit more than what you you your previous. What I'm people. expecting. Okay. Yeah. I would. I would assume that. I mean, you you know, you got, considering that you're compounded in your number, but you do hold an eight in your twenty-eight. And, and it's next to a two, which is a predominant number in your linear code. Um, it, it, it would it would seem relatively clear that you're going to get the bonus you need. You see, what happens, what you're looking at here, Sophia, is the tribal effect of your job. And whether this new tribal member is going to come in and disrupt the system. 
Now, let's just say, for instance, you know, Trump becomes president and he discards God all forbid. these people. Right now well, in the paper, Paramount Studios. Sorry to say. Uh, Paramount Studios, the cutting movie studio 800 company, people. is cutting 800 people. So it does happen. Mm-hmm. You know, there's yes, a reality there that does occur when you look at the uh, logistics and the circumstances of how business occurs. But we're not going there right now. We're, we're putting out we're gonna, energy. For right, that it's not going to be a cut. I'm on board with that. Okay. Well, it's good to hear from you. Thank you for calling. You too. You too. You too. Yeah. And I, I mean, I still um, plan on talking to you guys before I start the event. I'm still going to do that. So, but off the radio, as, um, I, as we spoke about before. As we okay? did last time. Great. Well, we'll look okay. forward to you. Okay. 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 Take care. You're welcome. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, everyone. Well, have a happy Valentine's Day, whether you're single or coupled. Um, we hope it's a nice day for you. And we're back on air at a regular time on Friday. Bye-bye.